everybody. Welcome to another episode of Photography for Anyone. This is the podcast where I talk about photography, or sometimes I bring on a guest and we talk about photography in a way that anyone can understand and appreciate and hopefully learn something about it from. There we go. <laughs> Having a bit of a brain fart, but hey, that's okay. I'm uh, I'm not going to have a brain fart when it comes to what I'm talking about today, but you know, I'm winging the intro a little bit, just kind of like keeping it casual, because that's just like, that's what I do. That's that's how I, I love to, to just do things. But anyway, today I want to talk about the different types of cameras that are out there. So you may have heard different names kind of thrown around. So you've got, you've got a DSLR, you've got a mirrorless, and then obviously I'm going to use your smartphone or your, you know, your your phone as a comparison between them so you might hear people say oh i've got i just got a mirrorless camera and i love it or people say oh well you know i'm going to be shooting with my dslr this weekend and you know is there a difference between them one when is uh, good to use one versus another i'm going to cover that for you in this little nugget of photography wisdom so um today i'm going to talk about and you kind of compare everything to the smartphone so um you know it's good to it's good to sort of have a basis for comparison that everybody kind of knows because we've all got phones that we carry around in our pockets all the time and we take pictures with them on a regular basis. And sometimes, like in a previous episode where I mentioned the best camera to use is the one you have with you and sometimes that is your smartphone. So let's talk about the smartphone for just a moment. Um, you know, it's the camera that's on your phone, obviously. It does have some limitations and I, I want to make sure to address those because it's not going to give you the same performance and the same capabilities as a digital SLR or DSLR or a mirrorless camera. Um, mainly, and that's due to the size of the sensor. So the way any camera system works, any digital camera system works, is when you take your picture, your camera apparatus is going to expose a sensor to whatever the image is for a very, very quick uh, instant. And then that sensor is going to capture that data and turn it into a file that you can use on your computer, whether it's a JPEG or a RAW. And we're going to talk about RAWs and JPEGs later on. But that sensor is going to, going to sort of take that image and make it into a usable file for you. And that's going to happen with any of the cameras we're going to talk about today. So the uh, the size of the sensor is going to de- is going to determine how much light you can capture, and how well it's going to capture that light. So, for example, a the smaller the sensor, the less the less performance or the the less performance quality you're going to get, or the the not as good quality you're going to get with regards to lower light situations. Now, smartphones have taken this into account because if you look at a basic camera, you say like a Canon Rebel or an Nikon D30, what are they up to now, 3500, 3300. You look at the size of those cameras and then you look at the size of a mobile phone and there's no comparison in terms of the size difference between the two devices, right? Now, the sensor inside of a Nikon D3500 or D30 whatever hundred uh, compared to the sensor inside of a mobile phone huge difference the sensor inside of a uh of an, a small nikon or small canon camera is going to be what's called an APS-C or a, a a crop sensor camera and we're going to talk about sensor sizes in another episode so i don't want you to worry too much about that right now but we'll just say it's quite a bit bigger 
than the size of the sensor in a mobile phone, which is basically going to be about the size of your fingernail, uh, you know, the entire fingernail from your cuticle all the way to the end of the nail itself. So that's about the size of a sensor in like a typical mobile phone compared to a larger sensor in a even basic camera. So the larger the sensor, the better it's going to perform in low light. However, mobile phone companies have figured out ways to compensate for this with software. Uh, You may have heard some of them talk about AI and artificial machine learning and that sort of thing. They can use that to apply effects and apply processing to the image so that it gives you that same look as what you would get with a larger sensor camera but it's coming from a much smaller sensor. Where's the drawback? The drawback is in that the actual file is coming off of a smaller sensor and software is using tricks to make it look like it came off a regular camera. So is it the same thing? You be the judge. But for me, it's not the same thing. You know, for for me being an actual photographer and me being someone that's passionate about this, it's not the same thing. Um, I think there's definitely, you can definitely tell the difference, especially if you zoom in very close on an image. Once you load it into your computer, you zoom in two, three, four hundred percent. And you look at a shot that was taken with a phone and a shot that was taken with an actual camera, and you'll be able to see that the camera one's definitely going to be sharper. It's going to be a much better performer. So um, now there are benefits to having a, a smartphone with you, and that's just the fact that it's with you. It's always with you. Um, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, in your pocket or in a bag or whatever. It's something that you've got on you all the time. So you have this ax, you have this camera accessible to you no matter what. So that's a big benefit that really does not apply to a larger camera rig. Cause you may not always have that with you, you know, unless you're someone that plans to do that, but it's a different conversation. So next one, we're going to talk about DSLR. Now DSLR is basically an evolution of SLR and SLR stands for single lens reflex. And what that basically means, it's, it's a fancy way of saying when you look through the viewfinder, the little part where you put your eye up on the back of a camera, when you look through that viewfinder, you are seeing exactly what is in front of the lens, meaning you are looking through a series of mirrors and prisms and all kinds of fun things to show you exactly what your lens is seeing. So, that is uh, that's something that purists really like because they want to see exactly what's getting captured. They want to see what the lens is seeing and ultimately what's going to go to the sensor. Um, there are some limitations with this particular type of camera. It does have the most amount of moving parts, so it means that there's always the potential something could break. With any piece of technology, no matter who makes it, no matter what brand it is, any piece of technology can break, especially things that have moving parts. So it this of the three cameras we're talking about this one has the most moving parts. So this one has the high the higher probability although it's a very low probability it's the most likely that there could be something that breaks because there are in addition to the shutter mechanism itself that exposes the sensor that takes the picture there's a that prism that allows you to look through the lens that has to flip up every time you take a picture. So every picture cycle, it flips up, the sensor gets exposed, then it flips down. And that explains why when you're looking through the viewfinder, it goes black for a second, then it goes back to showing you what's through the lens because it has to flip that prism up. So again, I'm not saying that DSLR cameras are going to break. 
you know, they're built extremely well and they're built to go through hundreds of thousands of cycles before you have any trouble, which hundreds of thousands of cycles is something that any basic or amateur photographer is probably not even going to hit as far as the amount of pictures they take. So don't, don't read into, don't read into that as me saying DSLRs are unreliable because they are not. They are very, very, very reliable. They're not unreliable. They're very reliable. Um, and the benefit with that, obviously, you're looking at exactly what you're taking the picture of. And the reason I'm bringing that up is going to sort of tie into why a mirrorless is different. So let's talk about mirrorless for a second. A mirrorless camera is very similar to a DSLR in terms of its function, in terms of how you use it. You can put your eye up to the viewfinder and you're still looking at what's through the lens. But here's the difference. The reason why it's called mirrorless is because it does not have that prism. It does not have that mechanism that the DSLR uses to allow you to look exactly through the lens. A mirrorless camera does not have those mirrors in it. Instead, when you look through the viewfinder, you are looking at a little screen, a little tiny TV screen, essentially, that is showing you what is in front of your lens. Now, some purists say, well, that's not that's not good enough because I'm not seeing what's in front of my lens. I'm seeing a, a digital representation of what's in front of my lens. Some people may not care about that. I have, I have not been able to decide which system I want, so I have both. Um, I have a mirrorless rig and I have a DSLR rig, and that's mainly because I can't decide which one I want to use, so I want the flexibility to choose between the two. But um, So mirrorless, kind of similar to the DSLR, and instead of looking through the lens, you're looking at a small electronic screen that is depicting what is in front of your lens. Now some people have some some people have a sensitivity to this type of lens this type of uh, screen being so close to their eye so that's just something to talk to a um, professional when you go to your camera shop because I'm always a big advocate of shopping for your camera at a place like a legit camera store not like a Best Buy or or anything like that no no disrespect to Best Buy but you're always going to get better advice and better experience with a professional at a local camera shop. So definitely utilize your local camera shops if you have one in the area. If you only have Best Buy, then hopefully this podcast and other uh, you know YouTube channels and so, such are going to be useful information for you. I'm going to be doing an episode in the future about good uh, photography YouTube channels to, to check out, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, let's see. Now, the other benefits of mirrorless is that they can shoot faster and they can shoot quieter than other cameras. They can even get into a silent shooting type of situation. Now, you can get a DSLR to shoot more quietly, but it's not going to be the same as a quiet mode or a silent mode on a mirrorless camera because the mirrorless camera has very few moving parts. So that means that it can actually snap those pictures almost completely silently. So it's really great for wedding photographers or really great for people that are taking pictures in an environment where they don't want to be obvious. So they don't want people hearing every as they're taking pictures. Also, they can be lighter. You know, they mirrorless cameras, because they have fewer moving parts on the inside or almost no moving parts, they can be a lot lighter. So some people that are sensitive to heavy cameras, you know, may like to have a lighter camera, you know, that they that they're using. Now, one thing to be aware of is, and I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast. If not, I'm sure I'm going to mention it multiple times. But 
when you buy a camera system, whatever system that is, whether it's Canon, Nikon, mirrorless, DSLR, whatever you do, you always want to eventually invest your money in lenses. And the higher-end lenses or the better quality lenses will be heavier. So depending on what you have as like a starter lens, it might be this kind of lightweight, cheap-ish plastic lens, which they're fine for getting started. But let's say you've been shooting with your, your camera rig for a while and you want to upgrade to a nicer level lens, that lens will be heavier. So you may start to offset the benefit of having a lighter camera with a mirrorless by get, putting a heavier lens on it. So that's just something to keep in mind. Um, so who, so what's, what are the situations to use what type of camera real quick? And then I'll kind of end it and looks like this one's going to be a little bit longer of an episode, but, uh, smartphone use that just cause it's on you. You know, if you don't have your other camera with you, use your smartphone, get the, get the shot and then, you know, go from there. A DSLR, if you're on a budget, cause DSLRs can be a little bit less expensive than mirrorless cameras. Uh, also, if you want more of that sort of traditional approach, the sort of the way that old film cameras used to work, that's closer to the DSLR type of approach where you're looking through, you're seeing what's actually going in, on in front of the lens. Uh, you know, that's a good way to go f- for a DSLR. Uh, a mirrorless is if you want the latest technology, because a lot of the cameras nowadays are really using cutting edge stuff that's really, really new. So if you want the latest technology, mirrorless is going to give that to you. If you want a fast and silent performer, that's also going in a lighter camera as well. That's going to be your benefits for going to a mirrorless. Um, regardless of everything I just said, always be sure to utilize your local camera shop whenever you can. If you are going to be making a purchase or you just want to check out some different models that are out there, go check out your local camera shop because they are always going to give you the best advice and they're always going to have a good variety of different cameras available for you to get your hands on, check them out, see which one you like. And then you can uh, pick out what you want to have as your camera. So that being said, that's going to be it for this episode. Thanks again for checking it out. I appreciate all of my listeners on whatever platform you're checking me out on. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now.